We're back. Double covered. Double covered. Double covered. Mama, we made it. The network picked us up. Well, we're like established. We, we need the signs that says like clap, cheer, laugh. J-Mac here. D-Mac to the right. Welcome to Double Coverage. Mama, we made it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins. As you guys can see, our setting is a little different. <laughs> we'll get into that. But as you guys know, you can you can see us here weekly on Ness, and you can also go on YouTube if you want to see the video version, iTunes if you want to see if you want to listen to the audio version, and as always, follow us on social media at McCordy Twins, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and as always, check out our website McCordyTwins.com. Deb, where you at? I'm uh, in the hotel, and obviously you can see, if you look behind me, my bed's not made because it's that it's that kind of week. There's no time for me to make my bed. I've been talking to my teammates. We've been on virtual meetings. Um, it's just been a lot going on. I'm sure, as everyone knows, um, we've had a little bit of a, a COVID situation here in New England. Um, and I would say, for the most part, we're just trying to navigate that. You know, we're trying to understand um, exactly what we should be doing, shouldn't be doing, um, while also connecting with our teammates virtually. Um, so it looks like you're kind of exactly where I am, but just in a different room. Is that correct? Yeah, without a doubt. I won't go near him without my mask on. I'm treating him as if uh, he could possibly be positive, and he's treating me the same. Um, we're just trying to make the best of the situation we're in. Obviously, I don't want to sit here and sound like a victim. Um, we're just like the rest of the country. We're living through a pandemic. Things like this uh, are bound to happen, especially when you're playing a sport uh, that has contact with a virus that is passed along through contact. And we go through this every single day as we go out to the practice field, as we play in games, as we sit in meeting rooms and do all of the above. So uh, we're just dealing with it. You know, as a team, we're still together uh, in spirit. We're meeting, like Dev said, and we're just figuring out what our next steps are. Are we playing this Sunday? Are we practicing? All of that good stuff. Uh, As players, a lot of it, Uh, is out of our hands and at the end of the day we're all going to have to make our own personal decisions and what's in the best interest of uh, ourselves and our family but let's get into the show Dev let's wrap up uh, Kansas City uh, didn't come away with a win Um, hold on hold on though hold on I would disagree it's not out of our hands it's not out of our control we'll we'll have to see how that goes obviously Um, but yeah and you know like you said um, we're all just trying to figure everything out and um let silver lining in this for all young kids understand me and J Mac obligation, double coverage with the McCordy twins. That's why we are here mid pandemic in hotel rooms. So if you have young kids and they don't watch the show, make them watch today and tell them to follow through what they start. Follow through. All right, now we can go to Kansas City. There you go. So took off the Kansas City a Sunday uh, afternoon game became a Monday night game uh, adapt you got to adapt on the run. So we did. Flew to Kansas City on Monday. Played in the game on Monday. Flew back to Foxborough on Monday. But to get into the game a little bit, uh, we fought tough. I mean, we battled them for four quarters. Uh, they were going through a lot of stress as they had a positive test. We were going through a lot of stress with a, stress with a positive test. Not going to make any excuses. They have a really good football team. Uh, we were able to do some things on defense, I think, uh, to, uh, to, to slow them down some, uh, but it wasn't good enough. We didn't make enough plays. Uh, we missed on some opportunities to take the ball out the air. Um, Steph was able to force a fumble. JC had the recovery, uh, but it just wasn't good enough. On the road against the defending Super Bowl champs, you're going to have to play strong for four quarters and really bring your A game, and we weren't able to do that uh, on Monday night. 
Yeah, and I would agree with you. You talk about complimentary football, you go on the road, you don't have your starting quarterback, you got to be able to complement each other. And one of the biggest things would have been me intercepting the ball, opening drive of the game, getting our offense on the field. Our offense moved the ball pretty well, um, had some mistakes. I would say both sides of the ball was the same way. Um, but, you know, I think we talk about those first four games of the season really being a learning and improvement time, and we went two and two. Um, through those first four games, and I think we got better in different moments. So we got to just mount that into how we can now win these games, you know, on the road in Seattle, on the road in uh, Kansas City. How can we now turn these tough losses into big wins? Um, that'll be what really matters going forward. Definitely. You got to continue to grow uh, through all of this. Uh, so let's see what else is going on in the league. You know, obviously, uh, Tennessee is going through their own uh, issues with COVID as it continues to spread uh, throughout their locker room and uh, throughout their building. And they're still trying to get it under wraps and get those three consecutive days uh, without having any positive tests. Uh, Coach O'Brien was fired in Houston. So I think we've been so, so covered up and uh, with our own oh, stuff that yep. you, you got to, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the league right now. There's, and I do kind of want to speak on the Tennessee situation because obviously uh, it's come out that they got together outside of the building, which obviously is a breach in protocols. It's probably just not a smart thing to do. Uh, but I do want to give you guys another perspective of that, of a player's perspective. Um, if they're telling you, hey, prepare to play for Tennessee, they're telling them, hey, prepare to play your next game. At that time, they were getting ready to play Pittsburgh. Hey, you have to prepare to play. Hey, now next thing you know, they have Buffalo. Hey, prepare to play. If the facility opens on whatever day it is, you guys can still have a game on Sunday. So you got to be prepared to play. So every there's a lot of guys in this league that can't afford to go out there and stink it up on a Sunday and have a bad game. So as players, you're trying to figure out, all right, we're quarantined. We can't go into our building. We're not supposed to be around each other. How do I get ready to play physically? Yes, I can sit in a room and watch film, but if I don't do any running, I don't do any sprinting, I don't catch any passes, how do I possibly get ready for a game without doing these things? And, and avoid injury. And avoid injury. Yes, and avoid injury. I got to prepare myself so on Sunday I'm not at such a disadvantage that I go out there and I, I, I strain, I soft, a soft tissue uh, injury. So uh, obviously the answer is not to get together and do things, but um, we don't have the answers. We don't know. Now as Patriots players, we're sitting in a hotel room and we're trying to figure out what's next. So I understood um, some of their frustrations and maybe some of the reasoning why they were still trying to go out there and make sure that they were preparing for the game. But obviously with everything going on with COVID, we just can't do those things. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. You can't do it, disagree with the actions full, fully. Um, but at the same time, we have the NFL and you have your own NFL PA uh, your representation both telling you the same thing. You need to be ready to play. I, I think you put guys in a tough situation. I would say with some inexperience and experience and, and guys having different journeys through the NFL, you just don't know what you're going to get. And I think that's what we've seen in Tennessee. You don't know. So, yeah, there were other violations. That's why things went wrong. But when you break down some of this for this instant getting together, I think that comes a little bit with the pressure of trying to be able to play. So um, it's definitely a tough break. And speaking of tough breaks, like you mentioned, tough break for my guy, Billy O. Great guy. Um, got a chance to be around him my first two years when he was our offensive coordinator. Did an awesome job when he left and went to Penn State and took a very tough situation on. So um, even though it's a downtime, obviously, for him being fired in Houston, um, I know he'll bounce back. He's a great coach um, and a great person. So it'll be interesting to see 
uh, where he ends up, his bright mind, uh, obviously being in New England and a part of a lot of good offenses. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who decides, hey, we need some Billy O in our building. We got a cool group coming up. We got our group chat moments. Um, and right now in the group chat, we're talking NBA Finals. Lakers yeah. are now up 3-1, and the Lakers have decided to wear the Black Mamba jerseys for the next game. J-Mac, is that it? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 in the group chat, I said when the series started, the <laughs> Lakers were going to win 4-1. to one. So the fact that they're bringing out the Mamba jerseys was just music to me, music to my ears. I was just like, well, here it goes. The exact prediction I made, 4-1, LeBron, AD, those guys are playing out of their mind. Although Jimmy Butler has been balling. Uh, but I think the Lakers wrap it up tonight. They're just a little, not tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm right. Tonight. They'll wrap it up, and they're just a little bit too much for the Heat. So it is what it is. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. But what else you got going on? I, I got, I mean, we tried it. What do they say in the locker room? Stay away from religion and politics. But, I mean, we got to hit this. I mean, if anybody you, got you, to check you out. Just can't, you just can't stay away. Um, we had the uh, presidential debate followed up by uh, the vice president presidential debate. And I mean, a president presidential debate was just, I mean, it was must see TV. I mean, the antics. Like, rea like uh, reality TV or yeah, like you get all your answers for the next president TV? What, no, 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 no answers. No answers. I mean, some Biden said, shut up, man. Like, I'm not expecting to see that. I felt like I was watching me and my wife argue and just go at it. And some of the things that we do, I felt like I was just watching it on every channel uh, on TV. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I didn't walk away feeling any better about my vote coming up next month. But what about what about then? You get the vice president's debate with Pence and, and Kamala Harris. How, how, how we thinking there? It was it was calm. I, I felt, I'll say that. I felt yeah. I felt better about it. The, the calm nature of it. Two educated people standing on a stage having a conversation with one another. The only thing that was missing were answers. I mean, there were questions, but it it wasn't Radio Shack. You know, you've got questions, we've got answers. I got answers. When it yeah. comes when it comes to the debate, we got questions. There's just no answers, but. Their ability to dance around questions and just maneuver back and forth to have the pivot ready as soon as it comes. And then when you re-ask it, hit the pivot, spin move, and go right back. Oh, it's impressive to me. I'm just like, they just keep it going. No matter what you throw at them, I'm like, I don't got to answer that, but I'm about to answer this. Oh, I'm about to bring it back to the topic I brought up in the first. Oh, it was amazing. So, um, yeah, I didn't get a lot out of it on who I'm voting for, but it was entertaining. Be best moment of the vice president debate. Vice presidential debate, obviously, the fly on Vice President Pence's head for so long. The amount of Twitter comments, pictures, memes, memes uh, I mean, emojis that was used. Uh, it, it was it was must see. Like if you haven't hashtag Vice President Pence, I guess it, it has to be up there. Um, that's one of the, that's news, one of the advantages of being bald, though. You would have felt that fly right. You would have felt that ASAP. I agree with you 100. percent We don't have to hit our hair with all that hairspray. But also, and uh, I guess more depressing news too, seeing that President uh, Trump has the COVID virus, and then also his wife, and then a bunch of staff members at the yeah, White a House. Yeah, ton of people. Um, yeah, I think that was just sad. And I will commend both sides for taking time to obviously talk about what's important. And, and, mm -hmm. and giving well wishes to him and all the other people dealing with COVID. So um, we hope he feels better um, and, and gets back on the right track. Yeah, nobody's immune from it. So we have to do our best uh, to stay away from people and, and to mask up and, and do everything 
uh, that, that we're being told to do. But in NFL news, Dwayne Haskins is benched. And this is interesting to me because I saw all over social media they put his stats up next to Daniel Jones's stats. And sometimes we'll be led to believe that Dwayne Haskins has been terrible. He's been awful. And I saw someone tweet, it, it means so much to be on a team and have the leadership on the team, head coach, GM, uh, ownership, to believe in you. And that's the thing. I mean, for Dwayne Haskins, you just need that belief because obviously for Daniel Jones, he has it because from just stats, Haskins has outperformed him this season. I, I thought it was interesting, too. I got um, I love Dan Orlovsky, too, uh, on ESPN. He does a great job. Um, and he had an interesting take. He said, we're killing the quarterback, even though he said, and I haven't watched Washington play at all, so these are not my opinions. He said the offensive line hasn't played well. He said he watched some of the game and receivers didn't have good space and they were running into each other. He said he looked at some of the play calling he thought was questionable as well. He said, but the quarterback, Dwayne Hastings, gets all the blame. He said, and then they say we want him to develop and get better. He said, so we want him to develop and get better, but we also want him to be highly productive. Those things just don't mesh. That, that doesn't usually happen. Some special cases, some special players, that does happen. But for most guys, you don't kind of grow and get better and play at a high productive level. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of handle that going forward. Obviously, with mm -hmm. Kyle Allen getting a start this weekend coming up and Alex Smith as a backup. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think he'll get another shot. So uh, for him, he just has to remain confident and just make sure mentally uh, he's staying in it. But the Dan O'Brien keeping it awesome moment keeping it of awesome. the week. Dan O'Brien, awesome moment of the week. Here we go. The Seattle Storm WNBA champions. I, I, it's awesome for us because if you don't know, I know you know Stewie, Brianna Stewart, obviously Sue Bird. You know the, you know the gold mamba. You know, uh, but you don't. You might not know Epiphany Prince, Rutgers product. If you see her, her social Legend. media refer to her as champ, champ for the whole week. Yes. Uh, watching that game, like you said, Brianna Stewart, watching those games that series, I mean, she tore it up. Super setting records uh, in what feels like year 25 for her. Uh, year so, 17. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, great to see them win the championship. And to see the WNBA just being uh, talked about. They play a good brand of basketball, and they're doing so much off the court, too, uh, as far as social justice and things of that yeah. nature. So uh, definitely fun to see them uh, take home the championship. Let's get into a little bit of fan questions that we got uh, coming through Twitter. First question is uh, Charles William, off the field, tell us one thing about each other that we don't know. Deb, tell the people something about me. Um, Jay's a little bit annoying, um, but I would say one of the things that I've learned the most from Jay Mack is just his drive. Uh, he's been on a lot of bad football teams, um, but always works his butt off, always is always thought he would win no matter what season he went into, even when they won two games and then three games. I would say incredible hard worker um, and just a great leader. Yeah, they know that. But uh, for Dev, I would say um, you guys don't know uh, in adulthood, he's just been following uh, in my footsteps. I went to the NFL first. Uh, I got married first. I had kids first. So uh, he's like that, that, that young sibling you have that's always tugging at your shorts. Like, can I go? Can I do it? How'd you do that? For so, one, before we um, move on, before we move on to my man, uh, JTom98, I wanted you to get married first and have kids first. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to beat you in that race. Uh, but my man, Josh Thompson came. Who are your, 
who are your favorite and least favorite guys to defend? Man, that's such a, a long-winded question. Um, I'll, I'll keep it brief, though. Um, I would say the favorite would be going against whoever's in your division. Uh, I don't have a specific player, uh, but I think those division rivalries are always big. Um, and I would say least favorite, I, I don't really have a, a least favorite. A game's a game, an opponent's an opponent. Yeah, I would say one of the favorite guys for me going against when I first got in the league was Peyton Manning. Just how much went into that game plan and, and all of that. And then I would say least favorite was in college um, when we used to have to play Army and Navy strictly because the triple option was so hard to defend and it would only be for one or two weeks. Um, so they gave us so many problems just with that. That's a pretty good we answer. Pre I like it. Yeah, man. Appreciate the fans. Appreciate you sending your questions in. We'll get to more questions next week. Uh, but we do want to jump into a quick little preview of the Broncos. We got the Broncos coming Sunday. Um, they got some question marks on quarterback. Will it be Locke? Will it be Ripien? Um, so we'll have to see how that plays out. But they're a younger team. A lot of new guys since we've played them last. Um, I would say a lot of speed uh, with Judy and Hamler. Um, so a, a lot of different guys that can make big plays and vent at tight end. Yeah, exactly uh, what you said. And I think uh, what's been huge for them is their running back position. You know, adding a guy like Melvin Gordon, when you already have a guy in Lindsey, uh, you have kind of a one-two punch that is at an elite level. And obviously Lindsey's been a little bit banged up, uh, but we're expecting him to be back out there. So uh, Gordon's a guy that is a bigger dude, can uh, take it 80 yards, but can also pick up the tough yards. And Lindsey, a guy that can catch the ball out the backfield as quick as any back in this league, make you miss. Uh, so it's definitely going to be a, a, a nice challenge coming up Sunday. Obviously, you couple how good this team is with everything that's going on surrounding the game for us as a team. We're really going to have to lock in and stay focused uh, and bring our best game come Sunday. Yeah, definitely true. And, and, you know, we'll have to just keep preparing and doing what we can do um, and not worry about, you know, all the other things going on when it comes to just preparing on our virtual meetings and getting ready to play complimentary football and trying to defend our home territory and win at home. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's get into who lost the weekend. Who lost the weekend? Who you got? I mean, obviously, who lost the weekend? My man, Billy O. Billy O was in Houston, was trying to turn the organization around. You get fired. He did some um, good things, though. He definitely did some good things. I mean, one of the biggest things was deciding to draft Deshaun Watson, getting him in there. And I think that franchise is probably on the right path just because they have the guy at quarterback to be the future. Um, but we had to give Billy O the loss of the weekend. Who you got? Who you got for who won the weekend? I think this week I'm going to go with a double loss because I'm going to go secondly with politics lost the weekend uh, just for the fact that you're watching these things and especially the presidential debate. You walk away and you're just like, I don't feel like I gained any knowledge. I don't feel any better about whichever candidate that I'm going into. You, you don't want to go into the election and say, hey, well, I'm voting for him just because I think he's worse, but I'm not too fired up about this guy I'm going with, too. So for me, uh, from an entertainment standpoint, I guess it was good. But from politics standpoint, that's not what I wanted to see. So we're going with the double whammy of two people lost a weekend, multiple people, but two parties lost a weekend. And we got more than an athlete this week, and it's not every week we get to pick some, some of our favorite people more than an athlete. Devin and Jason McCourty, more than an athlete. Uh, this week, they teamed up with the Players Coalition um, and donated $50,000 to the Greater Eccleston School 
right here in Boston. Um, and this really will go towards trying to fix and help uh, the digital divide uh, right here in our country. Um, obviously with so many schools being remote and uh, a lot of learning being online, uh, so many households don't have internet, don't have laptops. Uh, so this money will go towards trying to bridge that gap um, and bring these kids and give them an opportunity to still be successful in school, even though not stepping foot in a school, um, but having access to internet and a laptop. Yeah, and they'll also go towards just some general uh, basic necessities, clothing, uh, things for your personal hygiene, uh, just simple things like that in emergency care. Some of the money will go towards that too. So uh, definitely a, a great thing. And I'm uh, hoping that uh, that high school, they just the, the kids start to prosper and they stay focused and know that we'll come out on the other end of this thing. Yeah, and I feel very fortunate over the last couple of years, we've gotten to do a lot of things in education and we both firmly believe in education really being our future. Definitely. We appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. You'll continue to see us right here on Nessun. Make sure you go to YouTube and iTunes. Make sure you hit that little subscribe button uh, to our show. But just make sure you come back each and every week to check out Double Coverage with the McCourty Twins. See you guys next week. And, ju and just as a reminder, October 26th, we have a special, special McCourty Twins double coverage. So make sure you tune in and check out McCourtyTwins.com. We got gear and everything on there. Check it out. See you guys next week.